0: welcome to iconic talk this is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate local happenings and all things winchester virginia my name is mark francis a local realtor broker and owner at icon real estate
1: and my name is nikki hoffman a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the icon team mark and i are excited to share everything that we love about winchester virginia with you we want you to be an informed savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market
0: yep if you want local knowledge you've come to the right place Today's episode is exciting because it's a merging of the worlds of just being an entrepreneur and a business owner that we love just getting a chance to hear from people like mm-hmm. that in town. Yeah. Along with real estate information. And yes. you merge these two worlds together. Uh-huh. We have a local business owner and his story is fascinating of how he got started out mm-hmm. in the moving business. Right. And you think about Whenever you sell a house, you got to pack some stuff up and get out of there. Yeah, I guess you gotta that's do it.
1: the worst part of yeah buying and selling. I mean, it's I had closing moving. today
0: and met up with my my clients, uh-huh. and you know we we had coinciding closings where things were working out perfectly. The way I love them too. Sure. And you uh, you go for a walkthrough, which is basically like before you go to the closing attorney's office or title company. Mm-hmm. It's good practice if you're buying a house to go see that house right before you go sign okay right it makes sense Mm -hmm. Uh, just make sure there's no holes in the wall or whatever
1: and you go with them to do that yeah Mm -hmm. we
0: go so we we get there and unfortunately the sellers hadn't fully moved out of their stuff
1: no you
0: know and so i'm like guys what are we going to do here the owner was still there the wife just pulled out of the the minivan saying bye letting us do the walkthrough i'm like guys
1: but you guys don't you're about to not own this house yeah. anymore
0: <laughs> so we're doing the walkthrough and i come back to the guys like guys do you have a mover coming no we're still gonna finish this up and i'm like okay when
1: when because don't you have to give the keys to us now yes for and, in a couple of hours
0: in their mind you know so we did our signing earlier okay and they had their appointment at two oh,
2: so in their
0: mind it's,
2: it's still theirs until
0: two because they are signing at two that's not Legally, the case. I mean, get into those weeds, but mm-hmm. without getting the nitty gritty, I'm like, guys, we're going to be able to do this, right? Yeah. So I don't have the end of the story yet. Oh goodness! Because I'm waiting to hear back from my clients to yeah. say, uh, did they do what they said they're supposed to do? Sure. And if not, we'll get some attorneys involved, and or just lock them out. That is a possibility. <sighs> oh my So goodness. if you're a homeowner. It's do your due diligence when you're ready to move and you have a target date of closing mm-hmm. to have that house empty.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so we have somebody to help you with that.
1: Uh-huh. Oh His my name
0: goodness. is John I. From Mover. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Dudes. still stressed
1: by that story. <laughs> I can't move on.
0: Yeah, you No, know, so <laughs> that's but that's my that was my day, and that's just a
1: That's a normal normal
0: day. You yeah. just never know what you're gonna expect. Exactly in the world of Well, real you know
1: what? I mean I know a little bit of the backstory. Those people have not moved in a very, very long yeah. time. So they just don't know. And maybe they, they weren't informed exactly. by their agent. He admitted that, that.
0: He was like, yeah, it's been 22 years since we've done yeah. this. And I expected we could sign together and we're not signing together. And okay. it confused yeah. them a little bit. And yeah. It has been there for a long time. Yeah. And it's sad. And so, sure. okay. I, yeah. I mean, I give some grace to people who, sure. yeah, they're, yeah, they're moving out and of maybe, a, I mean, a house that they still love. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, well,
1: Take some time. So Yeah, well, let's hear what John has to say and what he can offer.
0: John is amazing. Yeah. Let's hear his story. Sounds good. Here we go. Well, awesome. I'm excited to have John I in our presence today from Mover Dudes. How are you? Great. John I. You know, we got to start with just even that name. Yep. How do you spell... I. Isn't that funny? It is funny. To me, it's like,
3: well, it's easy. It's E-Y-E, just like your eyeball. Mm -hmm. And that's how it's spelled. That is. And that's how you pronounce it. It is. But people think it's uh, an abbreviation Uh (laughs) for a crazy long name that starts with the letter I. Not the letter I. No. It's actually John I. And even the E-Y-E is pronounced I. -hmm. That's awesome. Nothing Simple. Yeah, very
0: simple. Not trying to fool anybody. That's that's me in a nutshell. Very (laughs) simple. And and passing down from generation to generation, every i in the family has to explain that I'm sure. right? yeah
3: usually my, my dad told me years ago he's just decided to go with my last name is three letters
0: e y e he doesn't even people. say yeah the name because if you said i
1: people are like okay next letter yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well good now we got that out of the way right right welcome john i and you. you are founder and owner of mover dudes yes sir and i'm excited to hear a little bit about how that came into existence but we even start you were born and raised in winchester Is absolutely i was born in
3: the old hospital in cork street so oh, you are nice. a townie mm-hmm. okay yes yeah,
0: <laughs> and what's what's your high school james wood so james absolutely wood colonel all the way okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. walk us through you know the years of living here in winchester to then what brought you to be an owner of a moving company wow that's a long story i'm here for it it could mm-hmm. it could be a long story so
3: it, it, soccer was my life okay and, which has nothing to do with moving hey still kind of is a Hopefully. little bit yeah a part of my life um mm-hmm. uh, but yeah growing up in winchester just you know always loved the the backyard sports i wonder if the kids actually do that anymore but you know I it was so. every day it was yeah. football basketball mm-hmm. not as much soccer because growing up a lot of the kids in the neighborhood didn't play soccer right mm-hmm but had a buddy that did and so got into soccer a little bit later on in middle school didn't even play mm-hmm. soccer my didn't even think about playing soccer in ninth grade my, mm-hmm. my first year of high school because I actually preferred to skateboard at that time okay so soccer was just a thing I enjoyed to do but didn't think of it as like my like me like define me I am a soccer player mm-hmm. until my 10th grade year and that's when I started really getting involved in it and still am but mm-hmm. uh, of course, I one of the stories that often that I often tell is soccer did become my life and did define me until that got removed from the equation. Mm. Yeah, it's funny so. that you
0: start a question about owning a moving company with soccer. So continue. Interesting. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I, I love it. That's just that was my main focus, and I thought that that was going to be my life, not right. being a, uh-huh. a professional mover. Got right. it. Uh-huh. Or owning a company whatsoever. I thought yeah. I'd be a professional athlete. But in, in high school or school period, that was boring. Sitting in a classroom? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't my thing. So I was very active. And the last thing I wanted to do is study. Mm-hmm. So if it didn't come natural to me, which um, I guess you could say reading didn't come natural to me, mm-hmm. which I say like that because English was one of the topics that... I chose not to focus on, and government was the same thing right. in, in school, so it wasn't a big deal to me, so didn't really care about it, just loved my math classes, my algebra classes, calculus, rocked them out, aces, you know, without even studying. The other ones, you know, there was a lot of work to do, and I didn't feel like doing that because it took up a lot of time. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they pulled soccer from me, so I didn't play, so kind of yeah. went a few different directions before the, or at the end of high school. Um, probably directions I shouldn't, shouldn't have gone in, but, you know, the... People talk about the shoulds and shouldn'ts. Well, mm-hmm. uh, everything that we do defines who we become. So mm-hmm. the experiences that I had early on in my adulthood helped shape me towards focus in a direction that I needed to do better mm-hmm. in my life, which mm-hmm. and, and, and also help other people do better in their life mm-hmm. yeah. because the the steps that I went through the basically the misdirection in a in a good path as far as. A healthy path. I'm being very big. I know, but that's okay. Uh, but I think it was it was really great to have support of my family mm-hmm. and friends throughout my early adult years, meaning basically when I was 18. That was huge and helped me get out of the hole I was in and move towards going to college. So,
0: what was a light bulb moment for mm-hmm. you? Was there something that kind of just clicked? <laughs> yeah, um, I
3: I was punched in the face. And I woke up on the ground and that was the moment that I realized I needed to change what I was doing. Yeah.
0: Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so then you ended up going to college. I did.
3: Okay. Yeah. I moved back in with my parents who Mm -hmm. would ask me to leave about six (laughs) months prior to that. Yeah. And I said, well, I I guess I I need to do this whole college thing because that that was their suggestion. I don't really remember them pushing trade school or anything like that. Maybe Mm -hmm. they did. Um, But I remember them always saying that if I was going to have an easier life, I needed to focus on education. Mm -hmm. So I did. And so that focus on education, um, three years at Lord Fairfax while working full-time, getting my associates from Lord Fairfax, which I know is called something else now, but um, that was my original alma mater. Mm -hmm. Then realizing that, hey, the next step is to get a, a bachelor's degree, which I couldn't do from there. So at the time, I was dating a local... Person in town, um, and and of course I can go back to another story that leads me into moving there, uh, to owning a moving company with that um, mm-hmm. conversation. But I got excited again about being a professional soccer player again. Although there wasn't the MLS or anything at that time, yeah. but uh, coming back to soccer again, coming back to soccer again. <laughs> so the my theme. focus in in is, is this time soccer going to distract me from my education? It wasn't. It was just something that. I got really excited about again and saw that I could achieve that higher level play. So before I it, 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 the summer between uh, graduating from Lord Fairfax and starting at Radford University, uh, actually, there's a, a fellow that you might know, David mm. Spence, okay. that trained with me. Here. Mm-hmm, that <laughs> trained with me all summer.
1: That's familiar.
3: Mm-hmm. All summer, I think it was the summer of 2000. Get you ready for. Radford. to get ready for Radford. So oh, I walked wow. on to Radford University and and played there, but something else took soccer away from me, which was injuries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, which was maybe like serendipitous?
2: Serendipitous. Yeah, okay. yeah. serendipitous. yeah, okay.
3: Serendipitous. Of the fact that education was a thing I needed to focus on. Yep. Mm-hmm. The professional uh, athlete I needed to put to the side. I could just have it as So fun. it kind
1: of finally clicked to that... It hey, did. This is reality. Right. Yeah. What am I
3: here for? Mm-hmm. And so I, it, and this is way off like the direction that you would think I, I would think that someone would think I would be going in, but I focused on accounting being my major because mm. it differentiated me from other business type majors, mm-hmm. finance, other, you know, the basic business administration. I wanted to have something that was more focused mm-hmm. so that I would have more value when entering the workforce. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I ultimately got my degree in, is accounting
0: information systems. So it was a little awesome. bit of a mix of a... Uh, I'm tracking you. I, yeah. I'm following the story. So I'm picturing myself, okay, this kid from Winchester plays soccer, now at Radford, now has an accounting degree. Mm-hmm. But I'm not tracking the moving part All of right, it yet. So, so, one, so
3: st- one step back yeah. is that I, when I was 18, when I kind of got my life together, I met a girl who I fell in love with. Who later, a few years later, I realized that I fell in love with somebody, but somebody is a long-term friend. And she kind of pushed me to realize that, which was great. And so I worked for her father at White Properties here mm. in Winchester. And I worked for her father from the age of 18 till, let's just go from 97 to 2008. Okay that's a long time right so off and on of course once i went to radford Mm -hmm. um and i would come home for the summers and work there white properties is the largest self-storage provider in the winchester area so there was always opportunities to help people move in and out of storage units and then sometimes move from one location to another
0: but that company the properties didn't facilitate the moves you just were there and helped them
3: correct so the thing that really sparked it was the fact that we had a, a truck that a customer could use for free if they were moving into a storage unit mm-hmm. and so when i got back when i graduated from college um and kind of a quick little segue when i graduated from college i realized even though i got the it had the the mindset of the accounting degree and how it would make me a more valuable recruiter or Um, uh, person that that a company would look at, Mm -hmm. I realized I didn't want to sit in an office all the time. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to have some flexibility and my employer, uh, off and on at the time, White Properties, uh, offered me a position to come back as a general manager of of their four companies. So I went that route, but I was always an active person, continued to play soccer, of course. course. Right. (laughs) And so many times people would come in asking for help. And it's like, hey, well, we if you rent a storage unit, you get to use this truck for free. And I can even drive the truck for you because I'm on the insurance, so mm-hmm. I can even help you move mm-hmm. in. So that's how it all evolved. Wow. That's how my whole path led to a moving company. And so my mentor in business, which is Willis White, the owner of White Properties, was always supportive in in my ideas mm-hmm. for his company and then once I had this idea of hey there's a huge need for moving mm-hmm. services in the Winchester area mm-hmm. and I think we should add this as white, part of what White Properties does mm. and he was like I don't want that kind of headache <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought to myself this is easy it's fun and my tagline for this particular activity is getting paid to help people and work out mm-hmm. it sounds awesome to yep. me so that's the path I went into and he supported and allowing me the time to build something on my own And eventually that was in two thousand six. And eventually in two thousand eight it was too much for me to do both. Mm -hmm. To work full time for him and to build
0: something of my own. So that's cool. It's almost like a kid with a lawnmower and just like going around, Hey, I can combine these things. Let me go like just start cutting people's grass and all of a sudden this big business explodes. Very similar. Here's here's a kid with a truck that you can use for free. Right. And Mm -hmm. let me just help people out. So but it's the heart of helping people like you were That's like I my wanna, why yeah mm-hmm. so sure. you want to be able to kind of help provide a service for people that have a need and in this case moving right and you like doing it and it's fun so now you're in this position of 2008 where you're like oh I can't keep doing this full time and work at white properties right you have to then do what start a business get a couple trucks i mean i'm trying to mentally yeah, think through what are the evolution what are the details that go off. into starting a company like that
3: well mm-hmm. and it started in 06 is when it started but it, okay. the the first thing that happened i didn't i didn't have a boatload of money mm-hmm. you know i was still fresh kind of fresh out of college and my my thing was to focus on real estate when i got out of college so the first thing i did instead of buying a brand new car which a lot of people did and mm-hmm. some of my peers did first thing I did was buy a house. So my, my focus was on, on that part of my personal life. So I didn't, I didn't, I was very strapped for cash. So to start the moving company, I just put an ad in what most people don't uh, hear about these days called the yellow pages oh wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, don't date yourself now yeah, right, totally. right so i i put an ad in the yellow pages you know pretty decent sized ad too and uh, the first week i got like 10 calls <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh this is gonna be wild and it wasn't always like that from week to week for <laughs> sure but uh, I started off with since I didn't have the, the funding, I just rented trucks from Penske or Ryder or New Hall. Okay. U-Haul okay. And, oh. and and rented the moving pads that they had, you know, purchased any supplies needed to be able to help people move. And that's how things got started. It wasn't so until two thousand nine d- that I bought my first truck.
0: Okay. So you did that with some friends maybe or people you had to hire I mean you can't do it all by yourself it every did single absolutely time.
3: Absolutely start with friends. Okay. For sure. And I would split the cost of the move and back then to be transparent, I would charge $50 an hour and I would pay my help 25 and I would take 25 and the mm-hmm. cost of the truck would also be put in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I split everything down the middle and I realized later on that I needed to start focus on focusing on increasing the prices, of course, to be able to run a business. And I couldn't split everything down with People that are helping me down the middle because mm-hmm. right. there's a lot of overhead when it sure. comes to running a business yeah,
2: yeah. for
0: sure so then you then you buy your first truck <laughs> right in 2009 walk right. us through the growth well, i i have a couple questions but walk us okay. through the growth of the company
3: so that was 2009 and then first truck was purchased second truck was purchased the next year growth on a revenue basis or truck basis? just
0: volume and just the the Business of so, so the company, how, right? Yeah, so how in, you expand?
3: Even before purchasing that truck, and it, I, my focus was at that time because of financial. To to jump into the purchase of a, a hundred and nowadays it's a hundred and twenty thousand dollar investment mm. to buy a new truck, and that's just a twenty six foot box truck. Our tractor trailers are a two hundred thousand dollar investment. Mm-hmm. So back back then, that was way out of budget. So leasing and and using the rental companies is the route to go. So we were, we were, we jumped the big jump that you know, I can really put a finger on. Once I started tracking everything, the big jump went from 2013 into 2014. Hmm. So it was just kind of a truck here and there. And summer times is such just like in the retail um, retail business, Christmas is 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 the time to to make a dollar. Sure, right. and the rest of the rest of the year you really just hanging in hanging in to that mm-hmm. peak season so the same is is with the moving industry May through August which is a very important thing for people to understand that period of time if you need to move in that period of time I get it but ex- expect to reach out to a company as early as you can weeks ahead of your move mm-hmm. I mean if you can do months that's great uh, prepare. Be prepared to pay more because there are peak rates mm-hmm. during that time frame.
0: So, kind if like a ha- hotel, almost too. There's different peaks. Yeah, and, everything and rates. is, and yeah.
3: that that goes to um, the term a, a tariff. Tariff is is the way the government steps in to say, hey, we want to protect our our citizens. Yeah. So we're going to impose the requirement to have a tariff, which is basically a a, a contract or a, a book of rates that you will always follow mm-hmm. or and with the tariff just like even with a hotel and probably many other industries you can charge up to this amount mm-hmm. and you can discount down from there so people don't get gouged
0: kind of like a range that right. you the company can right can cover
3: so it's in yeah summertime is very busy so through that growth process we were always renting lots of extra trucks bringing on you know college kids SU we tapped into a lot Shenandoah University sure. here we mm-hmm. tapped into a lot uh their football players and and got help there for your know, peak season um growth and then we we really had a big expansion in 2014 because I chose to basically go all in okay I was you know left a full-time job to to run a company full-time and that be my only source of revenue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to kind of like okay I'm this is really working this you know i'm still not 100% invested and then I, at at one point i was just like i'm just going to go away in and, and and uh jumped into getting a large loan to be able to grow mm. and put a, a large amount of money into advertising okay mm. and then hire people to help me sell the jobs and that was a big step for me and that was in 2011 that i that i hired my first salesperson mm. and the and the way i figured that out is that of all when i'm answering the a call on my cell phone in the back of a truck while loading it yeah. and I have this and I still do in 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 my office I have this little tiny note notebook that is metal on the outside of course had little paper pads inside and it's held or held closed by a pen that you slide <laughs> down the side and that I carried that in my back pocket so whenever someone called I would take down their information if I couldn't really discuss too much as far as rates and in, in, in uh, days available mm-hmm. told them I would call them back that night once I got done the job um, so that um, that was a it, the basically what I realized is how many calls did I not get back to because I was exhausted or I forgot
0: I'm mm-hmm. human just like any business I would imagine in the growth pattern of a business you have to recognize you the owner can only do so much. Right. And are there things that you can pay other people to do that can help your business grow and then economize your time as an right. owner. Mm-hmm. And sometimes do it better. Maybe right. do it oh, better. Do yeah. you it. Know, <laughs> that's the purpose, right?
1: Hopefully you keep the things that you enjoy doing and right. like you know, you think you do a good job at and then you hire help to assist you with the things that aren't your, you know, your your priority or aren't the like the thing English in the government right yeah so high school. <laughs> someone who can take down the notes in the computer <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: so walk us through kind of where you are today you know as far as just the volume just ballpark just shoot out some numbers of because you're you're more than just a little local Winchester company now we are I'm, you are going but we are
3: still just a local small winchester company at the Mm -hmm. same time as Mm -hmm. far as as far as what we can do and then we get the call hey we just need one item moved from upstairs to downstairs can you guys do that of course we can do it yeah so it's it's all about routing and being able to uh have the affordability there for a client because there is there's a a large amount of liability Hmm. that's there and to be able to not have to pass on such an enormous cost to mm-hmm. people we work things into routes as far as shipments going all across the country yeah. um but even locally if we have a bunch of little small moves then we can cut down the price to do each one cool even something as small as an internal move but yeah today we have we have three tractor trailers that go all around the country we have 10 box trucks mm-hmm. uh, which half of them go around the country as well mm-hmm. uh, we are kind of unique uh i would say overall in our industry that we do run Uh, box trucks long distances and the reason we do it is because um, if you build a strong enough route which means keeping your truck loaded the whole round trip from the moment you leave town to the moment you get back it you can you can make a profit and you can and you can do it still by providing a decent rate to your clients so Uh, we got in 2008 we got our interstate operating authority so there's a lot of blah blah terms of sure. course it's kind of boring no one wants to hear most people want to hear how much is it going to cost me to move <laughs> exactly going right. to and yeah. are you gonna are you gonna take care of everything or is anything going to happen to my stuff uh-huh. of course it's never the intention sure but that that does happen the good thing is it very rarely happens mm-hmm. the so the the, the let's see if i can get back to my point here so the the we we moved people all around the country. And in 2008, that's what I was getting to. We mm-hmm. got our interstate operating authority mm-hmm. versus in Virginia, you have to have a Virginia operating authority mm-hmm. by, by the Virginia Warehousemen's Association to be able to say that, yes, I'm allowed to move you from point A to point B in mm-hmm. our industry is filled with what is called rogue movers. Oh. That is basically what I started off
0: as. Okay. So of course, <laughs> rogue mover. Yeah, there you go, <laughs>
3: which I have a heart for those sure. for people like, like myself that I was just there <clears throat> excuse me to provide a quality service to somebody and help them getting paid to help and you know, work out and help people that was my thing back then still is mm-hmm. but just like any anything we do uh, uncle sam needs to be a part of it mm-hmm. in some way and and for the purpose of being able to make sure that we're operating the way we should because people kind of lose lose their path yeah you know like I you know I can re- go back to the beginning of my story soccer mm-hmm. is the beginning yeah, sounds like mm-hmm. it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> but you gotta you gotta keep your path so in 2008 when we got our interstate operating authority we started hauling um, household goods across state lines to many different states mm-hmm. and then in 2019 we made a big leap in our industry hmm. to go from an independent moving company mm-hmm. to a company that would be affiliated with a van line, hmm. and that's a that's a confusing thing for people to understand. Because what is that? Did you sell out? Did you you know? Are, are you not mover
0: dudes anymore? But what does it mean to be right. the end consumer?
3: So we we became part of an interstate operating company, Van Line, called Beacon's Van Lines, which sure. has been around for a hundred years. Yep, I've wherever. heard of them. So it's essentially like Mark Francis. You are a real estate agent, right? Yes, sir. And you have a lot of real estate agents that work for real estate brokerage.
0: Correct. Like Icon. Like Icon Real Estate. Right.
3: So in order for the real estate agents to do their work, they have to work for a broker. Mm -hmm. So somebody that can help make sure they're going to keep doing the right things. Mm And then, of course, as a brokerage, you have to listen to the state of Virginia yep. or West Virginia or whatever state that you have licenses in. Mm-hmm. So that's the way it, it, it works out with the van line. They're basically a nucleus that keeps 400 plus agents around the com- country like us, you know, small companies in 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 areas to work together to book long distance moves only because all of our local stuff carries you under you our still manage. You yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it. It allows us to catapult forward in many different directions. One direction is, and I was on the phone today with a, a moving consultant that we're, that we're hiring that's going to be uh, just working out of his home in Toledo, Ohio. Hmm. Uh, but we do so many things virtually now that we can essentially walk through your home. Oh, through, wow. Yeah, through a computer system. That's, that's awesome. interesting. Yeah. So the, the big thing there is we literally can sell like we are the largest company in, in, in America. But we can service just like we're in your we're in your mm-hmm. own backyard. What, you yes. know, I love
0: about talking to people like you in our podcast and our different episodes. We get this small town vibe, and yet we get service out of it. And what you're providing is also a national program with the small town customer service feel. Absolutely. What I want to know, and what probably one of our listeners want to know, is just walk us through if I'm looking to move from point A to point B. I'm, I'm leaving Winchester mm-hmm. and I'm going to, all right, let's pick a town, Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. I'm going to Florida. So what does that look like? I get on the phone, I call Mover Dudes. What's the rest of this process look like? That is definitely the first first step. You reach out
3: to Mover Dudes, either via email through our website or by calling us mm-hmm. to get a quote. Uh, or a survey to h- allow us to provide you with a survey of what the scope of your move. You is to You have to see like.
0: what, what we're talking about. We do. What product, because, what furniture, all that stuff.
3: And the question is asked a lot. Hey, I'm moving from Winchester, Virginia to Jacksonville, Florida. How much is it going to cost? Sure. Okay. That's when we start digging in. Well, it depends on what you have and what mm-hmm. services you need because we are a full-service packing and unpacking company, too. Okay. And, of course, we load... And, and
0: unload everything and transport it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we so can you can anything. even give the options of, say, I will come and pack your entire house up for you, put and it in the truck, it. and unpack it. <laughs> nice. Absolutely. And that's going to be, obviously, a certain cost. Sure, mm-hmm. certainly. And then I'll be like, oh, time out. Best I don't money want... ever spent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people might say, okay, I'll just, I'll do it myself. You know, I'll pack it and have a box. So I'm right. going to be the customer who says, I'm going to pack it myself. Okay. Yeah. I think that looks good. So now now what do is I Is
1: that ever frightening to you when people say that cuz then you get there <laughs> and you're like I have to move it. I don't know how it was packed.
0: Well, that
3: is a lot li- it's liability there. Sure. So we don't know how it was put in the box. So right. if something comes out of the box not the way it went in, mm-hmm. we can't be responsible for that unless we did something to the box. Mm-hmm. You yeah, it's just like shipping a package through you know one of the major mm-hmm. FedEx, UPS sure. places like yeah, if the box shows up and it's all crushed. Yeah.
0: The company's going to take liability for it. Mm-hmm. But if I hire you and say, I want you to take care of my entire house, box it up, ship mm-hmm. it, package it. That's so all on us. There's some sort of insurance oh, yeah.
3: coverage. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we are responsible for everything. And our industry is regulated by the requirement to provide not insurance, but valuation protection, which basically... See, we're, we're not an insurance company. We can't sell you insurance. Mm-hmm. But we can provide you with it's like a warranty to say that your items are gonna end up the same way at your destination that they left your origin. Right. We're required by law at no cost to provide 60 cents per pound per article. And this gets to be you know, one of those things that consumers uh, kind of get frustrated with to understand what that even means. And it's not that much. So what we're required to provide at no cost is a very limited amount of protection once again, just like a warranty, when you buy something, you get 30 days to return it for mm-hmm. any you know, issues, but there's additional valuation that a consumer can purchase that they should always look into. okay? Because that puts people's mind at ease because going down that interstate, you never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. And so the most important thing is we want to make sure everything, if something were to happen, which is very rare, once again, that you are at peace of mind, just the same reason you would have insurance for your house you know, and you can also, and a lot of people do have homeowners insurance, which which yeah. covers with you know the you know it's just like a lot of times I think we over everything we do, but with with homeowners insurance, a lot of plans already cover the household goods moving oh, when you have to relocate. Cool. Mm-hmm. At no additional cost.
1: you said at one point it was a while back but moving household items so is there, are there things you can't move or are things you're not legally allowed to move based on those you know state or you know interstate laws?
3: We can legally we can I mean there are, there are some things that like, well we don't we're, basically if there's anything that's gonna make the truck not uh, well, I often say blow up.
0: Mm -hmm. Aerosol cans. Nothing combustible. combustibles, (laughs) ammunition. Gasoline cans.
3: Yeah, please put that in your car or or give it to somebody locally. Uh We can transport uh, very high-end items. We just have to detail it clearly on the form that we have something, like firearms. Firearms are a scary thing to have to transport, but Mm -hmm. we take down the serial number and note it on a piece of paper that this is the firearm that we loaded into our truck and this is the firearm that you're getting back. So Mm -hmm. they're very... Uh, specific uh, requirements that we have to follow to make sure that everybody's protected in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, all specialty items: grand pianos, hot tubs, oh, pool wow. tables. You know, you like pretty much anything. Statues, even... yeah, wow. oil paintings. Like, yeah, there's and there's there's additional ways that we can protect those really high valued items, like crating mm-hmm. of of pictures or glass or or
0: things mm-hmm. like that. So. When that happens, it sounds like that you have a virtual way of evaluating things or somebody's still coming on site. And how did COVID affect
3: that? Right. So I think it, um, I I don't like to say that COVID helped because it's, I just feel like there's two words that shouldn't be in the same sentence. But (laughs) COVID, the experience of the world going through uh, a pandemic allowed us to open up our eyes to other ways to do things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In our industry... We still aren't at the point where we can send robots in to do the work, but we can um, so we physically uh, have to have have bodies there to move the items. However, when it comes to surveying the goods through through the web, there's there's ways to do virtual surveys Mm -hmm. and we still now um, push that more because it's a less invasion invasion of uh, someone's privacy. Yeah. And so people are so busy. You know so busy these days so you can just download this app called iMover walk through your house talk about each room that you're that's that you're gonna have items moved out of send us the the code for it which is a very private thing mm. and we can go in and look at that code listen to what you mentioned on each room mm-hmm. and then we can ask the question so it that's doesn't awesome. have to be live it yeah. doesn't yeah. so that's I mean obviously we have Google Meet, we have zoom we have you know, um, Facebook, you know, many other platforms to be able to do a virtual survey. Mm-hmm. But being able to allow you to take the time whenever it's good for you to record um, walking through your home, just like if we were right beside you. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing you don't get with something like that is questions being asked along the way. But we're, we're pretty good about figuring out sure. how to get, how to get there. And then you, guys, you have to give the quote. Right. And we give the quote and quotes locally are either based on hourly, which is traditional but we also have our unique selling point, which it's, I'd be shocked that you find any company um, around in a 500 mile radius that would allow um, this pricing structure to happen or have that available, which is based on inventory. Mm -hmm. It's not weight, it's not cubic feet. It's literally based on inventory. So if you have 10 chairs, a couch and a bed, your price is this. Mm -hmm. If you say, hey, I decided to get rid of the bed. We say, okay, we'll subtract that from the price and your price is this now. Mm -hmm. So it, hmm. it, it flows up and down, but it's mm-hmm. a unique unique selling point all, that we have through based on a software program that we have that every item in a home has an average cost to it. Hmm. You know, a box, a couch. It's not like we go in and measure everything and be like, well, this couch is bigger than the last couch. So mm-hmm. This couch is more money. No, it's a couch. Now, if it's a three, if it's a... A three-piece sectional. That's more than a couch, so mm-hmm. it's a little different. Yeah, right. but you have the visual of that app that you right. can see it and make that evaluation. And it, we think that it helps clients to understand their moving cost versus. Uh, and this is still talking about locally, that if we just tell you it's going to be for mover dudes for eight hours, um, and you know that can go up or down depending mm-hmm. on the. The amount of stuff that needs to be done uh, when we get there you know maybe we get to the other location and there's there's difficult stairways to get through and Mm -hmm. there's you know there's so many different changes that can happen or are challenges that can happen Mm -hmm. um to adjust the price but we we like to be specific based on the inventory Mm -hmm. and then go ahead
1: Oh, was just I mean the whole thing is kind of interesting and definitely the growth of your business over the years so how many people actually work in the local mover dudes kind of office or team right most, now
3: most of all the employees have their hands in local mm-hmm. we only we have one owner operator that stays on the road most of the year so he doesn't really help us out um, it locally per se he helps take our clients uh, around the country from uh, from this area, but he he also helps bring clients to this area. Mm. So we, we're just under fifty employees total, oh, and wow. I would say I would say like forty forty eight forty nine of them um, all have their hands in, in the work that we do here. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Do and you have
1: any storage capabilities now? do. You we, do.
3: We have two warehouses. We okay. have one in, in Clearbrook, uh-huh. and we have one downtown Winchester. Okay. Um, that between the two, we have about 20,000 square feet of storage. And And wow. the way we store things, it's not self-storage. Self-storage is, right. is really meant for people that want to do it themselves. Although we move people still, to this day, in and out of self-storage hmm. units. Um, but our storage is, is, is vaulted storage. So we have these large wooden vaults that are five feet wide by seven feet long and seven feet tall. And mm-hmm. we pack those things very securely and very tight, and then close them up, and then we stack one on top of the other inside of our warehouse. So mm-hmm. A lot of people know mm-hmm. some of the franchises like pods, yes. places like that. Mm-hmm. Those are you know still do-it-yourself type of systems where they bring it out and they drop it in your, in mm-hmm. your yard uh, or in your um, driveway. Our, ours is all hands-on. We take care of everything, and these vaults that we store things in only stay in our warehouse. So So,
1: what's the most, you know, the clients that are using that service, are they moving in town and, or, you know, what's the typical like person that's using that service?
3: I would say the typical Mm -hmm. would be someone that's in between homes. Okay. Uh, or yeah, I mean that's that's the typical thing. I waiting mean, it out, right? Meeting. Like in okay. a market like this, yeah, like right. I sold my house. Yeah, just, I'm look, a, waiting yeah, put for house something to buy. I sold the first day, mm-hmm. and now I, I didn't have a plan for where I
1: was yeah. moving to yet. Okay, yeah. well that's good to know.
0: <laughs> those realtors, man, let me tell you, yeah. down there, <laughs> we, give them those out there giving those homeless your, clients, it's not a good thing. Can
1: give me your card before you leave? Yeah, it, must be fun, it must
0: be a great thing to, to have a client say, "Why did you sell my home so fast?" Yeah. So, if I receive the quote, kind of walking through this whole story, Mm -hmm. and I'm a smart shopper, I'm going to go around and get other quotes. Right. Sell me on why I should use Mover Dudes. Well, the first part is our unique selling point. That with an inventory
3: price, we control the speed, you know, the quickness or the slowness of our Mm crews. Versus if you call anybody else and get an hourly, they're, you know, you're going to get what you get. Mm -hmm. However long it takes, you're going to pay for it. Um, the, but we still do hourly as well. So what's the biggest difference if we're up against an hourly quote with another company? Well, we are local. Our purpose here in the Winchester area is to support our community. Mm. Our vision statement with Mover Dudes is moving communities, creating opportunities. So what you're... It, 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 now, for against another local company, oh, I hope that other local company is supporting the area as well so trying to fine tune it down to okay every all the nuts and bolts are the same what's going to be different well we're, we're going to go above and beyond to make things right in the event that something doesn't go right and our staff that we have uh, on average uh, our staff members have been
0: with us for five years mm-hmm. nice so, so stick around correct yeah mm-hmm. that's great and and then last big question yeah. i mean obviously you're you're modest but You will get things done and you will be on time as best as you can. You will coordinate people's schedules. I've worked with you numerous times, so I'll give you that plug because (laughs) I know it is not easy juggling late night phone calls and changes of schedules, workers and Mm -hmm. The employees people versus personalized. Oh What's my that all goodness! <laughs> and you have to see it all, right? But so I will, and that is our plug. We want to have people on our show here that essentially supports the community from that standpoint, providing the service. So mm-hmm. you are that person, and here you are, the owner. Just saying, call me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me know. I'm the one. Last quick question: Go ahead. Where does the name Mover Dudes come from?
3: That's an awesome question, and so they're. W- before there was actually mover dudes in two thousand six, before there was actually a, an entity,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I would help people move on the side. You know, for with the self storage. You were company. rogue, right? I was rogue. <laughs> so true, but with the right mindset yeah, to sorry. help people, <laughs> right? Uh, so we were we were helping move a, a dear friend of mine um, who who I who I grew up with. His, we were moving his father's trainer or something like that, and his father just happened to be out there, and he was like. He, he was essentially like a second father to us in, in the neighborhood. Always go over there, he'd buy us pizza, all, blah, blah, blah. So he's a funny guy. So we were just, we were moving his trainer and he, he was like, hurry up, dudes. You know, because we call, we call each other dudes. And that's what we always did. So he's like, hurry up, dudes. You're just a bunch of mover dudes. And at that point, I was no. looking for what do I call this company? That's because there was another unique name because I wanted to stand out. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like what, what I experienced hearing with some clients that did come in that we, we got a lot of clients that came into store just said, hey, I don't want to hire this other company that moved me before because it was terrible. So can you help me? Mm-hmm. We got that. Mm-hmm. But then we got uh, times where the, the customer was like, I don't remember what the name of the other company was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good, good God. I don't, I don't want that to happen to us. <laughs> right. Right. So I was like, do I call it iMovers? Movers?" because my last name Uh but then as I was searching for what to call it and he called me a mover dude I I said to him Paige that's
0: it that's the one that's the one (laughs) love it alright I do have one other fun question okay what's the craziest thing that you've had to move
3: well we there's a there's a lot Um, we've moved some very large aquariums I mean very large like um, with things in it no they were empty okay um this may not be specifically, I moved kids, so <laughs> this is my fondest memory of you, <laughs> You you. know, you, one of the other big things is, is there's a lot of trust in our industry. Uh-huh. You, know, you trust us to come into your home and take everything you own and, and yeah. we promise to give it back. Yeah. And so this unique situation happened on a, on a closing early on in business that I was out on a job site and the customer uh, needed to go to closing. And they had three kids, and they asked me if I could take the kids out to McDonald's while they were going to closing. And then I would just meet them at the destination. I said, uh-huh. sure, of course, uh-huh. why not? So I you know, often said, and here's, the, here's a, that selling point you were asking about, is I would say, well, would you trust me with your kids? Really? Because if you can trust
0: me with your kids, you, tra- you can That's trust me something. with your household goods. Uh-huh. That is special. Yes, <laughs> love it. Well, we always end our episodes with fun, five iconic questions. Just off the top of your head, Mm -hmm. give us your answers. Okay? Okay. Very simple. Question number one, what's one of your favorite restaurants in town? Uh, La Carreta. Yes. There you go. (laughs) I haven't had, that is not a plant, but that is probably the answer I would give. So thank you for touching on that one.
3: My biggest thing there is they make pica de gallo with avocado. Yeah, that's amazing. You don't get that anywhere else.
0: Yeah. I'll get the chicken Wh- fajita where is quesadilla. That like? Where Ooh. where
1: is that? I got am losing It's the
0: old Roy Rogers. Right. Well, if you're from Winchester, I don't even know what that means, but <laughs> next to Toyota dealership. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's that the name. one. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Question number two. What is something you love about your neighborhood?
3: Sidewalks. And the feeling safe that the kids can ride the bikes. Because I have a six year old mm. and a four year old. Mm-hmm. And I and I think I would prefer to live in the woods you know out in the country but the kids are able to play with kids and they can ride you know my daughter likes to ride on the sidewalks she's not on a pedal bike yet so i let her Mm -hmm. and my son you know we
0: we bike almost every day throughout our neighborhood so that's cool nice awesome question number three why is winchester such a great place to live
3: well you got the mountains which for someone that had the opera has had the opportunity to to travel with every single state i can drive to hmm. including alaska because hmm. i moved someone there as well wow um i got i've gotten to see all parts of our country many different areas maybe yeah. not everywhere but we live in the Shenandoah valley valley which is beautiful and i feel safe here yeah so that's awesome safety and the scenery <laughs> yep
1: where do you like to spend time with friends in winchester
3: hmm uh at the club playing tennis uh Going down to the river in the Cedar Creek. Still um, soccer, right? Still soccer for sure at the sportsplex every Thursday night. Nice. Come out and watch. See some old. See, see, <laughs> see oldies.
1: <laughs> what time is that?
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> Give it it here, a plug. Eight to ten, any, <laughs> any time. Um, Last question. What is one of Winchester's hidden gems? Ah.
3: Uh, I don't know. I feel like the walking mall is. Oh, it's not really hidden though. Yeah, what is What is Winchester's hidden gem? Oh man. I. I don't know. I mean, what I mean, on you, the walking mall yeah, might be hidden? You can say the walking. Or mall. Well, you got a Splash Pad. I mean, I Splash Pad. Kind of yeah. I'm, I'm a dad of young kids. Yeah. There you I go. Feel like my mind goes towards. You know, what it's, is that? It's so, great. It's okay. It, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just the hidden gem is yeah. It's well, safety once again. You, mm-hmm. you know, just you can go around. You go down to the walking mall. You can go on the Splash Pad and and. I, you you also I think a hidden gem really would be what has come about recently of the Green Trail yeah mm-hmm. which a lot maybe a lot of people don't know about but yep. I believe in getting out and getting the fresh air and it's great to see our community have a, a the Green Trail and
0: it's, it's continuing really to grow mm-hmm. I love it well you are part of our community I love it Glad John to be here. I from Mover Dudes you're the man we will send people I'm to the you dude. how can how can people find you uh, Moverdudes.com okay Facebook you know all,
3: all those areas or just you know, probably spot one of the trucks driving around love it yeah with nice. dudes
0: on the side all right I love it <laughs> thanks john thank you you're that. awesome well thank you john i spelled e-y-e mm-hmm. john i he is special i love it yeah i have known him for a long time because uh-huh. i am in the soccer sure. kind of circles yeah. around here uh-huh. and Dave Spence my icon business partner is in the soccer circles yeah. so we love hanging out mm-hmm. playing soccer watching soccer yeah. and you heard that passion come oh, through yeah you almost were thinking okay where's the story going Is I know. he gonna be like a, a soccer business person or something yeah. like that
1: I was wondering and I mean I was just <laughs> like wow he's I mean I re- I want to see tapes like yeah he was a serious yeah sure you know, you know like yeah, yeah well or you know what no i'm just gonna go to the sportsplex on go a thursday night oh boy
0: you'll be in for a treat on that <laughs> i Let think i'm gonna you. do
1: that one night <laughs>
0: <laughs> drop by you'll see a team with blue shirts on the front of it says spencer's homes and on the back of it it says mover dudes oh does it really it does oh my gosh i yeah. love it yeah, yeah. that's so amazing it sounds you will like, see the sponsors yeah. of those two very cool <laughs> ventures very at the same cool. time Well, what did you learn?
1: I mean, lots of things. I'm really, I thought one of the cool things that I didn't know, and I've thought about this over the years is, you know, even if you're not doing like a cross country move or an in town move. And I didn't, I thought because my initial um, impression was that as a local company, he was just doing moves like in our local area. I didn't realize that, that he has that capability, but also, um, you know. For that person that wants to move their piano mm-hmm. or whatever they're not moving homes they just want it in a different place mm-hmm. like he can do that so mm-hmm. you know I've, I've you know known that had that situation a couple times where i'm like i can't move this yep. can, who can i get you can only yep. pay your friends with pizza and beer so right. much you know what i mean so because
0: they'll break it yeah yeah
1: well that too <laughs> <laughs> give them the yeah. beer first so, then so why it. not have a professional um come in and do Mm -hmm. it so I mean even for that and like he said to him that's probably like that's a super small job but still yeah
0: and he but he's passionate about it too so mm -hmm. he's passionate about soccer but he's passionate about moving and helping people Mm -hmm. and you can see that in the level of service that he's talking about and Mm -hmm. the level of care and the level of just personalized and let me just take care of what you have Mm -hmm. and um yeah because it's a big deal I mean how often are you moving in your lifetime
1: yeah not very not very often often. Mm -hmm. so
0: treat it with care yeah well I, I love the mover dudes story
1: yes Just the, the name mm-hmm. you know I, that story was great I, that
0: was new to me i'd never heard You've that never story heard that before
1: one. i mean and i've seen the trucks i've seen the name many times and it
0: looks professional it looks like mm-hmm. it's a it's a big outfit mm-hmm. and, and they are a big outfit but right. you think that it's even a more nationalized company they're here local in mm-hmm. winchester mm-hmm. taking care of local winchester people but also going around the country. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. That's impressive too, to to meet
0: somebody who's been to all the States
1: and the whole, you know, the changes with COVID, the ability to say, you know, do some of this stuff virtually, make giving estimates and things like that is Mm -hmm. always, um, nice too. So the fact that they've been able to adapt, um, the storage capability, oh, yeah. you know, especially cool. right now in this market, you know, cause you even have some clients that were like, yeah, we know we're not going to be able to buy right away. We're renting. Yep. So what do you do with your house full of stuff while yep. you're renting an apartment and waiting for the right house to come on? It's hey, nice you've got a storage capability. Got that in yeah, your back pocket. That's awesome. Yep. I mean, so.
0: And Icon, uh, real estate has, has our website, iconsells.com where we have resources and a resource page mm-hmm. and he is on that mm-hmm. and plenty of other contractors and handymen yes and landscapers and people that we will be and having all people that on. like
1: we've vetted yes too. exactly
0: yeah. so some people have been on our show some people will be having on our show sure. but you can go to that that page because it's a great resource uh-huh. and mover dudes is going to be top on the list there yeah well quick segment that we will sometimes do is our icon agent spotlight and we have not talked about this but on the spotlight nikki Hoffman. Oh. Nikki Hoffman. <laughs> I was not expecting this. This is amazing because, you know what, as we talked about our, uh, in our intro of the, the crazy kind of situation of clients moving into a house and it wasn't fully moved out. Right. Well, you were assisting me with that and mm-hmm. I appreciate that because sometimes I have to go on vacation mm-hmm. and you were able to cover for me and yes. you saw this house that I was referring to. Mm-hmm. You've been there before. Yes. And so this is going to be twice. your first <laughs> transaction. Yes, you were yeah. there twice. Uh-huh. So your first transaction that you were part of affiliated with in closing and yeah. getting paid.
1: Awesome. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. Paycheck. Exactly. Yeah. Paycheck. <laughs> Super exciting. Yes.
0: Only happens when you go to closings though. Yes.
1: So. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm really happy for them. That that has to be honest, like that week when you were gone getting to meet this family you know talk with them learn about them um i i when when it came about so initially just just backstory like they didn't initially get the house and then something happened where they came back and got it when you told me that they were getting it i just was like emotional because I was so happy for them so yeah yep. so this is really awesome
0: lots so, of drama and you are starting to get some leads being able to give some tours to people around yeah, town yeah that uh, is exciting in the, the medical profession so mm-hmm. it's right up your alley yeah that's exciting hoping
1: that that will that that trend will continue yeah I'd like love, love to help people keep relocate it up to Winchester. what's your website um ask Nikki all right yeah how Thanks. do you spell that Oh, yeah. Sorry. Got to spell my name. N-I-C-I there you go. Hoffman, H-O-F-F-M-A-N. Okay. <laughs> for those who don't know,
0: go find her. Well, thanks so much for being a part of our show today. You know, We really appreciate you joining us on Iconic Talk. And we hope that you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available.
1: We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us today. If you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends.
0: Yep. Until next time, think iconic.